You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 178. Today, we're talking about how to create your success from the inside out. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now with over 1.2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, everybody? James Wedmore here. And thank you so much for tuning in to another edition episode here on the Mind Your Business Podcast. All right. How are you doing? Let's see. I am recording this one day, the day before I take off for Africa. So if you haven't been following me or the podcast, what? <laughs> then um, this would be the first time I'm letting you know that I will be in Africa for, oh gosh, I don't know, next seven or eight days. About that time, maybe almost 10 days. I'll be there with my wife. And we will be there with my good buddy, Mr. Stu McLaren, and his uh, nonprofit. And we're going to be building some schools in Kenya. And this is something that's like kind of like three plus years in the making. Yeah, Stu talked to me about it, tried inviting me years ago, and it just like timing and all that stuff didn't work out. And, and then when I told Chelsea, she really, really wanted to go. So we were going to go last summer. And right before, like within weeks of getting ready to go, there was like election issues and like some civil unrest there. And they actually postponed the trip. They just said, it's not a good time to go right now. They're dealing with some local election kind of stuff. And so we waited a year and now that time has come. My wife this morning asked me, how do you feel about going? And I just couldn't answer. I was like, I don't know. There's like a little nervousness there's a lot of excitement, nervousness. Why nervousness? You know, it's somewhere you've never been before. Obviously, you just don't know what to expect. I think there's not that much because we're going with a crew that's been there like a hundred times. And so, you know, we just kind of follow the leader. I think I'd be a little bit more nervous if I was just going on my own and showing up in Africa, you know, because you just don't know what to expect. But I guess there's not that much, but there's a lot of excitement. Everyone I've talked to who's been to Africa says it's like a life-changing experience. So who knows? I'll follow up with you. But yeah, I think overall, I'm pretty excited. We'll be building schools and then we will be going on an actual like safari, which I'm excited about. Yes, I'm bringing my drone. The video guy's bringing his drone. I really would love to get some amazing video footage and be able to show that to you in the future. So that's coming up tomorrow. So I'm actually batching a few episodes here today in the studio so that you can still get your episodes every single Monday. Next thing I want to do is really just thank you guys for all the reviews that have been flooding in, especially on iTunes. Yes, that helps in our ranking algorithms. And like, it's pretty cool. We're getting like more and more people to just stumble upon the podcast. And I just love, I just puts the biggest smile on my face that we're in the business management and marketing category of iTunes. And um, rarely am I talking about management and marketing, <laughs> you know? So I just want to give a quick shout out to some of 
the latest reviewers and listeners, you know, because that is one thing about the podcast that's a little challenging and we're trying to like do the best we can, which is like, it's kind of a one-way conversation for the most part. A lot of you do reach out to me on Instagram and that helps, but yeah, you know, sometimes you're like, what's the feedback? You know what I mean? So a review obviously also helps me and brightens my day and motivates and inspires me to create more. So I might as well, you know, give some shout outs. This is from Nat MB says, I love and appreciate the fresh perspective and positive vibes on the show. And Betty, who says, James, you're so inspirational. Thank you for being vulnerable and doing this podcast. And Tina said, thank you so much, James. I listen to the podcast every day. And if I don't, I just crave more. So you guys are amazing. And I really, really, really appreciate that. So thank you. So whether you've you know, sent me something on Instagram. If you haven't yet, shoot me a DM. Again, if I'm going to be out of the country, like going to Kenya, I don't even know if, like where we're sleeping and staying. So there may not even be electricity, let alone any type of Wi-Fi for a few days. So I'm kind of going radio silent. Actually really excited about that possibility. Like really excited about that. I'm, I can imagine, you know, isn't that funny? Like our online businesses and being more connected and it's like, man, we just get so excited about this idea of like being completely disconnected from all that stuff. So, but please do reach out to me on Instagram. If you're not following me, my stories, I'll probably find a way to still capture a bunch of content and we'll figure out some way to get that out on Instagram and whatnot. But yeah, sending me the, those messages, your DMs is always brightens my day again. So thank you. And thank you to all of you guys, even you're just listening. So I really appreciate it. You know, at the end of the day, this is a journey that I went on years ago. As you guys know that I was living life from the outside in, trying to use my efforting and my action and hard work and I can be smarter and work harder than anybody else. And that's what will guarantee my success. And it didn't work for me. You know, it didn't work for me. All it produced for me was exhaustion and overwhelm and long days and long nights and and just a lot more frustration and so I went on this journey because I felt that I was missing something that there was something that I had not been told that there's got to be more there's got to be a better way and I found it you know <laughs> and I'm still finding it and chances are you're feeling that and you're looking for that and I just invite you to keep being curious and keep looking, you know, be the Sherlock Holmes looking for the, the keys and the secrets to the universe, right? And that's a lot of what we're doing here. So last week, we had an episode with a guest, J.M. DeBoard, author of Dreams 123. This was episode 177. We'll link it up if you haven't listened to it, but you could just tell I was geeking out on that episode. And I was like watching the time on it, like, like it was like a countdown clock, you know, to like a time bomb. Like, oh, I only have this much more time. And I don't know why. Like, I think he's a really smart dude and knows a lot about dreams. But I think it's just something right now that's really fascinating me is our dreams. And I kind of wanted to, well, first and foremost, if you haven't listened to that episode, I really want you to put that on your list to listen to it. Because it's not about dreams, as it may seem on the surface level. I think it's about so much more. I think it's about just communicating the messages from your subconscious mind. And that's what gets me excited. It's not about dreaming that gets me excited. It's about using it. And the way Jam frames it is that your dreams are like 
the most effective, best life coach that you could ever have. Isn't that amazing? And like, I've always come, whether it's a conversation around intuition or something else that we always have the answers. It's just, are we willing to ask the questions? And so I wanted to kind of continue that conversation as a jumping off point and just start a conversation with you today. The conversation will start with this idea that dreams are the language of your subconscious mind trying to communicate to you. Or maybe it's the language of your higher self that's trying to communicate to you that there's a message or a lesson there. And if you've learned anything about this idea of the subconscious mind, you know, it's a huge topic in and of itself. You know, maybe you've tried hypnosis or, you know, hypnotherapy. It's something that's like clinically proven to be effective. And one reason why is that when you realize that your subconscious mind, which it's subconscious, so it's like out of your conscious awareness, is controlling 95% of your decisions throughout your day without you even realizing it you react and even notice yourself react like sometimes you're that self-aware you're like wow i'm getting really upset about this or you know you just get triggered like that's always a great example you're triggered that is a subconscious automatic response to something that it doesn't even feel like you had control it doesn't even feel like you had control over your own actions, let alone your own emotions, right? And then you start to wonder, where else is it controlling my life? And that's something that's obviously been fascinating me for some time, and it should be really fascinating and intriguing you. There was a study I read recently that talked about how just the brain itself, 70% of the decisions that your brain make is is a decision about predicting the future based on the past. That it's looking to predict your future based on events, experiences, and things that have happened in the past. And the great example of this is, have you ever walked downstairs and then you thought there was another stair, but there wasn't? And you kind of have that like, oh, 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 God, oh, gosh, I thought there was another stair there. And it's like that awkward tumbling where your foot was like prepared for another drop, another step, but there wasn't one. And then you kind of stumbled. That's a perfect example of this is that your brain was predicting more of the same. Now that might come into play a little bit more, but it's very interesting that your brain was projecting out this idea based on the past that there'll be more of the same in the future. But let's talk about dreams a little bit more for a moment because what really has me fascinated is when you're actually in a dream. Now, again, we talked about this a little bit in the last episode. We all have stories and stuff. I don't dream and, and I believe that it's not that you're not dreaming. It's just that you don't remembering the dreams and you can actually get more intentional and speak to your subconscious mind and ask to have the dream be remembered. I would like to remember my dream, right? But if you can think back to a dream for a moment, maybe a real recent one, or maybe a very vivid one, when you're actually in the dream, 99% of the time, unless this is lucid dreaming, everything feels real, right? You don't actually think that you're in a dream. You think that it's real. Even what's crazy is when it defies logic, you don't go in most of the time. There are exceptions, of course. But most of the time in the dream, like 
let's say someone flies in the dream or there's something magical that happens like made up characters or you know celebrities that just you're talking to in the dream you don't question that in the dream you don't go wait a second this is not logical this wouldn't happen in real life you accept it as real like you interact with the dream and all the characters and the scenery as real and 99% of the time there's no doubt right and that's how dreams show up to most of us and so taking that I think we can all agree that obviously the dreams are not real I'm putting that in air quotes like when you wake up you go oh it was just a dream right we've all seen that in the movies where the person wakes up oh thank god it was just a dream but what created that dream and if we take our information from the last episode that the dream is a story created by your consciousness or your subconscious mind right so if we can agree that a dream is something that's created by your consciousness so we ourselves on one level created the dream but it's fake but in the moment it appears real for us here's where i want to take you down a rabbit hole what if like the dream that's exactly what our waking life is as well i know like the matrix (laughs) what if right now even while you're listening that this is a dream an illusion or simply a projection created by your consciousness now you could say no james that's silly no that's ridiculous but is it really because if we go back to your dream in the dream itself you could not distinguish whether or not it was a dream or not now again there are exceptions you know lucid dreaming is where you actually like wake up to the fact that you're dreaming but you're still in the dream and that happens and maybe there are times or there are people or maybe there's a time for you now or in the future where you could wake up and realize that this is a dream now it could this could sound like such a far out idea to most people and something we easily reject but how would we really know because again in the dream you think it's real so why could this not be a dream or an illusion a projection created by your own consciousness you couldn't actually really know could you and this is an idea a theory that has been proposed and shared and taught for centuries it's been found in ancient texts ancient cultures even modernized today i think a classic example of this is referenced in the book the holographic universe where the basic premise is this idea that your mind operates like a holograph and for those you don't really understand a holograph the basic reference is always princess leia from star wars right you remember that classic scene where r2d2 projects this three-dimensional image of this blue image of princess leia saying help me obi-wan kenobi you're my only hope it's this three-dimensional lit object that's a hologram right and so if the mind operates like a holograph it's therefore projecting 
images. It's projecting our 3D reality. Am I bending your mind yet a little bit? And a lot of the conversations that exist within quantum physics really propose that this could quite possibly be the case. That what we experience as being physical, like the desk maybe you're sitting at or the car you're currently driving, no, I can touch it, I can taste it, I can feel it, I can see it, I can hear it, it's real. But could those simply be holographic projections created from your mind? Just as you agreed that the things that appear real in a dream at the time you're dreaming are just projections created by your mind or your consciousness. And when you look into things like quantum physics, there's one of which is the Heisenberg uncertainty principle that demonstrates that the perceiver always has an effect on the perceived, right? The observer effect. So if you can stay with this idea for a moment and go down this rabbit hole with me and look at this waking 3D life just like you would a dream, then you realize that the projection of this 3D reality around you is created by your consciousness, which means ultimately it's created by you. And so if it's created by you, whether you realize it or not, then can you create something new or something different? When I was studying under my fifth generation healer and I was learning energy work and Reiki and whatnot, there was a principle that I was taught that always stuck with me and I've shared it here on the podcast. This phrase, it says, as within, so without. And it's that phrase that is the reason why the tagline of the podcast is creating success from the inside out. As within, so without. To me, I translate this as your internal world, that inner you, is the thing that creates your outer world, your outer you. And this is actually the third hermetic principle, the principle of correspondence. And so if you can sit with that concept and that principle, that your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, your interpretations, moment by moment, what you say about yourself, about others, about business, actually is what gets created because you are saying it as so, as such, as within, so without. However, most of us are not really living our lives that way. We are so busy reacting to the outer you and the outer world, right? How much of your life is a reaction to your bank account, to that comment on Facebook, to that refund, to that client? How much of your internal state is simply a reaction to the person that cuts you off, to what your spouse said to you this morning, right? We're spending most of our waking time reacting to the outer world, which as I just suggested, 
is a projected hologram created by ourselves. Most people don't even bother to even consider creating intentionally a new inner you. In fact, it's reacting to the outer you or outer world. And I'm calling it the outer you because if you go back to this dream metaphor, everything in the dream, like let's say you have a dream of a tidal wave coming towards you and you're running away from it, okay, and you're at the beach. You are running away, you're you, but in this dream, you are also the wave. Why? Because your consciousness created it. And so you're everything in the dream. And so what I propose here is that if you're reacting to this outer world, which is a hologram or a projection of your inner world, then guess what happens? You stay stuck. You perpetuate your external circumstances. And that's one reason that I would propose why so many people, despite efforts to change, don't. And sometimes some element changes, but it's the same theme, right? Like maybe you're in a new relationship, but it's the same type of problems, right? Maybe it's a different face or a different name or a different business, but it's the same problem because we haven't shifted inside. We might've taken a different action, but we didn't shift inside. So here are some examples of how this really can show up for you. Something happens in your world and then you react and say things like, I'm overwhelmed. I am confused. I am stressed. I'm lost. I see this all the time especially with entrepreneurs. And you can agree that this is a reaction to us interacting and experiencing our current circumstances, the world outside of us. Maybe you see all the things you need to do today and you say, I can't get it all done. I'm overwhelmed. But what most people are not doing is then observing what they're saying when they say, I am overwhelmed. If it is your inner world, your consciousness that is creating your outer world, if it's your thoughts and your feelings that create reality, What the heck do you think you're creating when you declare, I am overwhelmed? I am confused. Who are you? Who are you? In this moment, all you are is lost, stressed, confused. Because you said so. So who are you? Well, the truth is you are a being of infinite potential, right? And you've all heard that kind of feels like cliche today, right? But you are a spiritual being or an infinite being having a human experience. 
So when you are this infinite being choosing to declare who you are as confused, stressed, or lost, you are this infinite potential choosing to vastly, vastly, vastly limit yourself to one one millionth of your potential. So something so small and insignificant as to say you and all of who you are and all you are capable of is nothing but being overwhelmed or being lost or being confused. And the reason we do this, and I do share this with compassion because I used to do this all the time and, you know, it's not to shame you because we've all said it, we've all done it. But it's because we never got or learned how powerful our thoughts really are in creating our reality. Because if our consciousness is creating our dream world, why can't our consciousness be creating this one as well? As within, so without. So if within the inner you, inside of you, is confused, you will just create more of the same, of confusion, more reasons to be confused. Have you ever, I mean, you could you could just try the logic test on this. I always love to say when I say weird things that kind of go over people's heads or too theoretical or intellectual, I can say just use the logic test. How has declaring I'm overwhelmed helped you? How has feeling overwhelmed helped you? Does that ever get you out of some situation? Have you ever noticed that when you say things like, I'm so busy today, that you just stay busy? <laughs> Do you ever notice that when you're overwhelmed, you actually don't get anything done when you feel the overwhelm? Have you ever noticed that? That you're the most unproductive you can ever be in the moments that you declare, I am overwhelmed, and you feel it? So if you think about this for a moment, and you're still with me on this theory and concept, what are you creating as within, so without? What are you creating in your life? What are you perpetuating in your outer world if you continue to declare and decide things like, I am overwhelmed, I am lost? Can you find clarity when you are lost? I'm not saying, look, I get it, you feel a certain way, but you are declaring this is who you are you're reacting. You're not creating. I mean, you are creating because that's what you end up creating, but it's a reaction. You're not being intentional. So what happens when you flip this, when you are not just an effect to your own life, but you are intentionally the cause? So obviously you can see that this is important, right? And you might be asking, well, <laughs> maybe if you're new to the podcast, why <laughs> Why am I hearing this, you know, this business marketing conversation? Mind your business, right? Why is James not talking about the latest marketing funnel? This is great, James, but I just need to know the latest marketing funnel, marketing strategy. Just tell me what to do. I need to know the seven step secrets to selling my stuff, right? So look, here's where I'm, going to tie this all together and make it relevant for any entrepreneur because I have to assume that if you're listening to this, you are an entrepreneur. So in my honest opinion, 
entrepreneurs are the ultimate creators of today. In fact, I believe that people, historians, students of our future will look back at this time in history as an era of a new renaissance. Not a renaissance per se of a resurgence of art and music, but rather of entrepreneurship. I mean, look around at what is happening. More and more people are choosing to say no to the, you know, factory employee mindset cubicle life to choose to step out into the great unknown and create freely based on something that they are passionate about, something that they love doing, something that makes the world a better place. Has there ever been any other time in history where this many people have done something like this? Even if we want to bring this down to a micro level of things like Uber and Airbnb, people are saying, wait a second, I have more control over my financial destiny. I can do more of what I want. Look at Instagram influencers who are getting paid to travel the world and big companies are sponsoring them. Or these girls that love modeling and fashion or fitness and they're building businesses around it. I mean, this is it. And we're in the middle of this extraordinary, exciting time. And at the core, what really being an entrepreneur is, is to create something new, right? Something out of nothing, to dream to imagine and to visualize something and then have the experience, the joy of bringing that to fruition. And if you were to ask me, I actually believe that's also the function of being a human being. That's why I believe we have imagination. Like we have this thing called imagination where I can ask you to Think of some exotic place that you would love to travel to, that if you could go anywhere in the world and you can start to just, your mind just starts to go there right now. So I believe human beings, we are part of who we are is we're creators. We're here in this 3D world to create something in 3D. And that's what an entrepreneur's primary function is, to create something whether it's a solution or an opportunity, but it's something that no one else could see but them. And I can also tell you what a true entrepreneur is not. An entrepreneur is not someone who just copies and repeats what others have done. A true entrepreneur is not someone who just reads the recipe on the box follows all the directions and says, okay, I also made a brownie or a cupcake. An entrepreneur is not someone that just does what everyone else is doing and then calls it their own. Yet how many entrepreneurs are trying to do that? How many entrepreneurs are looking for someone just tell me all the steps, just tell me what to do? Are you here to create something new or just follow in the footsteps 
of someone else who created something new. You tell me, are you here to create something new? Or are you just looking for the ingredients? And if you're looking for the ingredients, chances are you're spending half your time overwhelmed. Asking everyone else for help. Asking others to just tell me what to do. Do you think that the greatest artists and painters and sculptors of the Renaissance, do you think they did that? Do you think they saw a vision in their mind of a piece of art and then said, oh, someone just tell me what to do. Just someone do it for me. Here, I'll throw money at you. You go do it. Or do you think they saw that vision clearly in their mind and then they got lost in their work and they figured out how to get it done? Do you think the great entrepreneurs of today, the ones that you've looked up to, the Steve Jobs, the Elon Musks, the Richard Bransons, do you think they said, I've got this great idea, this idea to do something that no one's ever done before? But I'm just so overwhelmed. Can someone do it for me? Can someone help me? Can someone just tell me what to do? No, of course not. You know that. They found a way. They made it happen. In fact, if you read Elon Musk's biography, which I rather enjoyed that book, you'll actually discover that when he started working on SpaceX, that he like, he gave himself an entire crash course on rocket science. Like he learned everything about jet propulsion and all that stuff. He told himself, you know what, if I'm going to have a company that sends like people into space and things into space, I better learn this stuff. So I think that's our job. I think we as entrepreneurs, we're here to create something that's never been done. But the giant hypocrisy of all of that is, is you're looking for the instruction manual to something that doesn't exist. And then when you don't see it, you throw up your arms, you forget that you're this infinite potential capable of doing anything and you just say I'm overwhelmed I can't do this it's too hard it's too complicated I'm not this I'm not good enough I'm not techie enough and you completely forget who you are and what you're capable of and then you continue to create a reality based on what you're telling yourself It's that whole Henry Ford quote, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Because you are creating your world as such. So if I assume here that that you listening here, you're an entrepreneur, I must also assume that you have a vision. A lot of people tell me that they don't. And you're not going to do that. Don't tell me that you don't have a vision because you do. Now, it might be clouded. It might be a little hidden, okay? But like if I lose my keys, which by the way, today I lost my keys. If I lost my keys, does that mean I don't have keys or does it mean I just can't find my keys? It's a big difference, right? I don't have keys. No, I I just can't find them. So you have a vision. Maybe you don't know it yet. Maybe you can't see it yet, but it's there. It may be something that scares the crap out of you. And that's a whole nother episode. But it's there. It's there. So 
looking at this vision of yours, even if you're like, I don't have one, just put that aside for now. What would change if you knew with 100% certainty that your vision would be fulfilled? If you knew my success is inevitable. If you knew it's only a matter of time, but this will be created and it will get done. What would change in your life if you knew that without a shadow of a doubt? How would you show up differently in this moment right here today and the next moment and the next moment? If you really took a look at that, what you might discover is that so much more of your success is contingent upon the faith, the confidence, and the conviction you have and that it's the doubt and the fear and the stories and the declarations you're telling yourself of it won't work, it can't work, it might not work, that is just creating your external world. So if we agree that as within, so without, that what you think and feel internally is what is creating your world externally, then you would know now that if you had 100% faith and confidence, like not just even faith and confidence, but it's just a fact for you that this is happening, then it would. Because when we are in doubt and in fear about whether or not it's going to get done or if it's going to work, that's what we're creating is a reality where it doesn't work. The faith comes first. I think it was a Wayne Dwyer book or quote that says, most people say, I'll believe it when I see it. And he said, no, you see it once you believe it. So believing in your vision now would make a difference. And what would change if you didn't just believe in your vision, but you believed in yourself? We make up all these stories about, I don't have all the pieces. I don't know everything I need to. I'm not yet the expert and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. Maybe you don't have all the pieces yet. Maybe you don't know everything you need to know yet. But are these statements, these thoughts, are they permanent? See, I believe in every moment when we are presented with thoughts or ideas like this, we have a choice. We can sit here and say, you know, I don't think I know everything I need to know about this subject. And then once we say that, we have a choice. It's therefore I can't do this, which is where most people go. Therefore I can't, therefore I'm not good enough. Therefore it's never gonna work, blah, blah, blah. Where the small few say, therefore I'm gonna go out and learn it. Therefore, I'm going to fix this. Therefore, I'm going to change this. Therefore, I'm going to make it happen. These are our current circumstances, if you will. And most people choose to look at their current circumstances as more and more reasons and proof of why it won't work, why they can't do it, why it won't happen for them. I believe it's the few that become extraordinarily successful that don't look at those as more evidence or proof or excuses as why it won't work. But it's just another reason why it will. So I took you down the rabbit hole a little bit today. I proposed this idea that just like our dream world has created 
by our consciousness and it appears real that maybe here too while you're awake and i put that in air quotes listening to this podcast that this too is but a dream a dream projected by your consciousness and that if it's your consciousness that you actually have a say in where you project and what you project from your consciousness that your thoughts truly do create your reality but so many of us are just reacting to this projection to this hologram to this illusion that we perpetuate our current circumstances we react so we respond and react we resist and therefore nothing changes and what I'm offering is I've always been offering for over 177 episodes now is that when we change from the inside first, when we choose a new perspective, a new thought, a new story, a new belief, we can begin to change the world outside of us, those circumstances. We can step into a new possibility. And if you don't believe me, at the very least, living your life this way just means you're going to feel a heck of a lot better every single day. You're going to think better thoughts, things that don't make you feel like crap. So if that's the case, what do you got to lose? Why would you want to walk around saying you're not good enough, overwhelmed, stuck, lost, confused, over your head, not ready enough? What good does that do? When you really get present to the fact of how powerful our thoughts are and our inner state, if you really truly knew, you wouldn't think any of those thoughts ever, ever again. So here's to you creating your future, your reality, and your success from the inside out. Thank you so much for listening tuning in to another episode of the Mind Your Business Podcast. I'll see you next time. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I wanna show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be, so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is, this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate, and we can get started right now.